Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Hey, welcome to the shock stock version of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. And I'm Dan. And we are in London, Ontario for Shockstock 2019. We sure are. We are at the Ramada Inn Hotel on Exeter Road. And this is our first time being at Shockstock. Right. And uh, and we don't have poor John with us because he had to work. Yes. Sucker. We're meeting so many interesting people and we have one with us today. We do. We have Melanie Turner, who is the... Programmer. Programmer for the Blood in the Snow Film Festival. And this film festival takes place at the Royal Cinema in November, uh, November 21st to the 26th. Oops. And that's in downtown Toronto, That is in downtown Toronto, yeah. We have a website. You can either find us at bloodinthesnow.ca or on Facebook at uh, Bits Film Fest. We have Twitter, Bits Film Fest as well. Um, Yeah, and Instagram. And how long has the show been going? Uh, gosh, we're going into our eighth year. Wow. Yeah. We've expanded over the, the last getting, few years. It's gotten yeah. bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, it started off as just being a weekend, and now, you know, as you see, we're going from the 21st to the 26th. It's going to be bigger than TIFF one day. Yes. <laughs> you can only hope. Maybe right? not. We can only hope. Right. I'm always sure. curious. How did you get involved with this? Um, I was talking to Kelly, and uh, he had this idea because he used to do a monthly uh, show called Fright Nights. Um, at the projection booth and then he just found that there was so much Canadian content uh, that he was like why, why don't I try doing a weekend of this and basically it just took off from there and we, we like our horror movies don't we we absolutely do and there's some fantastic Canadian content out there very cool um, yeah. and what uh, for our American listeners and and beyond mm-hmm. are there any movies that have come out of the out of uh, blood and the snow they, that they would recognize well I, I would say I believe most of them have gotten distribution. There's only a few that haven't. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. What we've asked you uh, here for is to, have you had any experiences, paranormal experiences mm-hmm. that you can share with us? Well, I have two uh, that I found were rather interesting, and they took place at uh, Fort Henry in Kingston. Uh, it was during Fort Fright um, a few years ago now. Um, and uh, I had a lot of friends who worked as uh, scare actors at this. So we would go to visit them. I have actually worked as a scare actor there as well, just oh, for cool. fun. And so we could stay overnight in the fort, which is really cool because oh, wow. then you're completely alone in the fort wow. uh, overnight and you can like wander around. And the fort's go. huge too. It is, it? it is. And so you can go and, and wander through like the reverse gun rooms and there are these oh, like, wow. you know, so kind cool. of long, I mean, because Fort Henry was, uh, the original fort was built uh, for the War of 1812. Mm-hmm. The fort that stands there now, I believe, was built in 1836. Okay. And so they have these like long reverse gun rooms so you go down these like um, you know stone corridors that are really narrow and there's no way to get out like you have to come back the way that you went in right. and uh, it's just a really interesting place so to be roof, in. A sp- so if the roof came down on you you're you're screwed. Well, it's <laughs> There's no, no emergency exits back no, then. No, right? no, no, not at all, not at wow. all. So it's pretty well built, though, so hopefully that yeah. would never happen, but it's a really interesting fort. And, and Fort, such fort Henry has actually been featured on Ghost Hunters. It absolutely has. The guys uh, did a, a, an investigation there, and they had mm-hmm. some poltergeist activity. Mm-hmm. 
where uh, they'd asked the door to shut uh -huh. and it shut mm -hmm. and they opened it and they asked it to shut again and it did mm -hmm. and they both came under some psychic attack as well in one of the trophy rooms I believe mm -hmm. so it does have uh, it does have a, a really good history of hauntings and yeah. paranormal activity. I believe they have about five or six resident ghosts uh, there. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, so it is, I mean, just the history alone uh, to be yeah. uh, there. And and because Kingston has limestone, it's considered a conductor of paranormal activity as That's well. That's right. I was just about mm -hmm. to so, say that. Mm -hmm. Kingston is known as the limestone city. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's so, right. Yeah. And... So, One of these resident ghosts may have interacted with you yeah, later. Yeah, um, I was there with friends, uh, as I mentioned earlier, who were scare actors, and we were just um, hanging around the fort after it had closed and kind of doing our own private tour. And mm -hmm. uh, we ended up uh, just past the, um, uh, um, the the uniform room. Uh, so they they because they do a lot of. Uh, um, different um, presentations throughout the year so they have a uniform room and so we were just down this corridor uh, a ways away from there and we're just chatting and then <clears throat> all of a sudden something fell at my feet so I look down and I pick it up and it's a uniform button like a Fort Henry uniform mm -hmm. button and so I just figured one of my friends was just playing with it in their hands and then it maybe just fell nobody was and we have no idea where it came from. All of us said, you know, the same thing. Like, it just seemed to appear out of nowhere and at my feet. Mm. So I picked it up and <laughs> I kept it. I still have it to this day because I just thought that was a really, mm -hmm. you know, we were far enough away from the room that it couldn't have fallen off and kind of like rolled yeah, down sure. the hallway towards us. And we it's were, not a smooth floor either, right? No, it's, it's not. Because it's like limestone and yeah. there's a, a, yeah. a groove to it and everything. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Was, the, was the button... Plastic or metal? It's metal. So okay. It's, you know, it's, so and, it would have been actual off a uniform. Mm-hmm. One of the uniforms. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, I was asked at the time if it was hot or if it was cold or anything. I don't recall anything right. like that. It was just, it. We all Still agreed. Right. It just seemed to appear out of nowhere at my feet, and uh, so mm. that was kind of. Neat. You still have the button? I do absolutely. Oh, I kept wow. it. Yeah, because I was just like that was really it's kind of like cool. Almost like the spirit yeah. gave you a gift. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's cool. I love Fort Henry. So the other situation that happened later on that night was um, as we were leaving the fort, and this was much later on at night. I think it was around one o'clock in the morning, um, and we, you know, had finished chatting with our friends and we were going through the uh, the walkway uh, there's like kind of almost like a bridge mm -hmm. uh, to leave the fort and I was the last one and I heard this music box playing so I was like that's very odd because we've been standing on the other side talking for about an hour at least and I never heard anything and this then, is one in the morning too right? and this is one in the morning and we're the only ones in the fort uh, aside from the security guard who's up on the upper mm -hmm. area like kind of where you enter into the fort um, so I called my friends back. I'm like, does anyone else hear that? There's a, a music mm -hmm. box playing. And we all heard it, and then it stopped. So, of course, being us, we're like, well, let's go and see, like, you know, what it could be. So let's we went into the room. Mm -hmm. So we went into the room where it possibly could have uh, come from, and there was nothing in that room that resembled a music box. There was a clock in that room, so I figured maybe it was mm -hmm. the clock and, and the alarm go, you know, or they ding at certain hours or whatever, right, but right. it's not generally a music box. And apparently that clock doesn't work. Yeah. Oh. So we have no idea like where and it was coming from. Yeah, soldiers mm -hmm. back then were known to have little music boxes. Music I guess. boxes yeah. just to play their their, their MP3 players. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh, it was uh, quite an interesting experience, and wow. it was actually documented in a book called Paracoustics. Right. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you yeah. were you were in that book. So. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, was that a paranormal? 
book, book yeah. yeah yeah her acoustics yeah on mm. just like you know ghostly sounds oh really yeah, yeah. i'll have to look yeah. into that yeah. yes that so. is so cool thank yeah. you so much for uh sharing your stories my with pleasure us. it was lovely to speak with both of you and that was uh blood in the snow film festival and deadly exposure november 21st to 26th at the royal cinema in toronto Wonderful. And if you're in the area and you like horror movies, please come and check us out. Come see Melanie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. We're back at Shockstock in London, Ontario, and we've been bringing in guests. Uh, Dan's brought another fine lady in here. I have another young lady. lady. Yes. And uh, her name is Corey Pipes. Corey, welcome. <laughs> well, that's what I call her. Her name is Corey, but she's uh, a bodybuilder, yep. right? Yep. And you got the pipes. A weightlifter, and, and you've got, got the got pipes. Got pipes. And that's and why I call pipes. you Corey Pipes. <laughs> that's how I have you on my phone. That's hilarious. I <laughs> yeah. love it. How much you did left now? Uh, 515 pounds. Holy cow. And how much do you weigh? When right now, weigh? I'm at 135. And how tall are you? I'm five, one and a half. Jesus. you got to add that half in. And that's dead, incredible. Deadlifting over 500 pounds. Right. Wow. But that's not the reason you're at Chuck's. <laughs> no. No. Tell, tell me why you're here. I'm actually here this year. Uh, normally I work shock stock. Yeah, you're I usually think. doing security, yeah, right? Yeah, security, helping but, out with Jake and James and the whole crew. But this year you're just having some fun. Well, that's because uh, I'm getting and married tonight. you're getting married tonight. So it's a shock stock wedding. Crazy. Yeah, First is... and only of its kind. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be. you excited? you nervous? I'm both. Yeah? Both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's walking you down the aisle? Jake's going to be my dad. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. But uh, you also have some ghost stories for us. I do. Some, some crazy, creepy stuff. Yeah. Like when I was a little kid. So tell us about that. Well, I was a little kid, and I used to see shadow people all the time, like different figures. There was no rhyme or reason to them. They're all different shapes, so I'd see like you, but just, just as a shadow. Right. I couldn't, def- like you had no definition, nothing, but I. they're all different sizes, tall, short, skinny, fat. Mm. And they're just like used to bug me all the time when I was a little kid. And one time, my mom took us out to camp, me and my brother, and I think one of her friends were there. And they were all sleeping, and I got up to go to the washroom, and there was about seven of them surrounding the table in the kitchen. So, of course, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, don't know, I was about seven, eight years old, and I was like, eh, why are there so many of them? <laughs> right. Normally, I see one or two in passing, or like they'll just be off in a corner somewhere. And how, how would you react to them when you did see them at first? At first, they used to scare the crap out of me, but my aunt, my aunt Pat, she was a medium, and she used to tell me that to not be afraid of them, right. that they're not malicious, they just... They're there. Just there. Okay. So I was like, okay, cool. Don't know how to take it. And my mom was mm-hmm. like, nope, that's freaky weird. I don't want to hear anything about it. So I had yep. this, I had a very nice aunt saying, trust it. It's okay. Just embrace it. And I had my mom like, no, it's weird and it's creepy and you shouldn't do this or know this. So I was right. like, okay. So who did you listen to more? More of my aunt because, I don't know, she would tell me similar stories of things that she saw. Right. And she was also a tarot card reader. Well, and you figure if she's a medium, then she, she knows her stuff, Yeah, too, right? and that's what I figured. So I was like, hey, she's, so you come out, she's a witchy So you woman. came out and saw seven or eight of them around the, the table. Yeah, like they were all... It, like they're having a, a meeting. Like, like or, a, or a party or something. <laughs> shadow like, person party. Like, you yeah. know, in adults, like I was really young, so you know you see adults all sitting around a kitchen table. Right. But they were all standing around the kitchen table. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And my mom would always set our cereal on the table for us because we were young and, you know, some parents want to sleep in. 
So we had Cap'n Crunch cereal. And there right. was a mask that cut out. That was the prize for that particular cereal. And our bowls were set out and everything. And also, siblings back in the 80s, you get turns on who gets the, who gets the, the prize. Who gets oh, yeah. the it was, prize. It was my box. turn to have the prize. But they were all out there, and they freaked me out. I was too scared to go to the washroom, but I watched them just to see if I could hear. like Because you see their hands moving. There was lots of gestures. They're all different shapes and sizes. And, I was, and I'd, like I said, I've never seen so many in one time. Mm-hmm. And I got scared because there was so many. And I crawled back in bed and would put my head over, like, under the covers. I was like, no, it's happening. And I woke up in the morning, and the mask was cut, like, the cardboard box mask was cut out of the box. The cereal was not removed, and the cereal wasn't even bulged out of the boxes. If you, you know, when you remove the bag, yeah, and then you go put it back right? in, you're like, it's all yeah, squishy, it's all, and you're yeah, like, you oh, you can't it do to get it, it back in. Yeah, it was, like, completely untouched, and then I got grounded. And blamed for the mask missing. My mom searched the whole house, and the mask was not anywhere in the house. Yep. Not at all. And it's, it's like, that was my, my freakiest stories. So you're thinking the shadow people stole your cardboard Captain Crunch mask. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> my aunt said all the time they used to bug me, and they used to pick on me, but really? I just... Yeah. I don't know. I never was aware of what was going on. I just... Now, do you think weird. that they were connected to you or the properties that you're at? I think it was the properties, because any different place I went to when I was a kid, there'd be, be different types, or they'd be like one or two. Mm. But there's, there's seven of them at the camp was like the scariest ever. And have you seen any since? Uh, I've seen quite a few since, but in my adult years, I told my aunt that I didn't want to see them anymore. Right. You kind of closed yourself yeah, off to it. Close it off. Yeah, so yeah. she taught me how to ground myself because she's also a yep. native woman. So she's like teaching me energy ground, like how to mm-hmm. ground yourself and stuff like that and do Reiki. And oh, yeah. I just managed to close it right off because I was like, I don't want any of this weirdness. So you tell other right. people and they're like, you're a liar. There's right, no such thing. Right, like, right. No, yeah. it happened all when I was a kid. It was freaky weird. Yeah. Yeah, so I just closed it off in my adult years. And, and nothing in your home now or... No, no, no. I have friends that come over that are mediums, and they're like, "There is somebody here," and I kind of hear him mm. talk to me every once in a while. I know exactly who it is, and I just ignore him. I'm like, "Kate, no ground, ground. Just don't want to deal with it at Rude. all." Yeah. Thank you for joining us, Corey. Congratulations on your wedding. No, thank you so much. <laughs> it's going to be a big party there tonight. I think. I can't wait to puke in the punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, we have somebody regurgitating our wedding rings. He, oh he no. Came, he came from the Circus of Horrors okay. in England. So he's going to swallow a ball that he created with the rings inside. Right. And he's going to regurgitate that. He's our ring bearer. Oh, wow. goodness. And then we're our wedding is followed by Tim Capello playing tonight. Oh, he's playing? He's Like, how amazing is that? Yeah. So if anybody doesn't know who Tim Capello is, if you've ever seen the movie The Lost Boys? He's with, the sexy uh, saxophone he's player. He's the sexy saxophone player, the, the built buff, Greasy, greased up guy. One with the chain necklace. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's and he's a, just down the hall. He is. He's just down the hall. And he's gonna he's gonna play he's for you. Yeah, he's gonna perform at the for the bands after our wedding. The wedding march. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, very cool. Thank you very much. You're listening to Phantom Faction podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook Okay, back on Phantom Faction podcast, our shock stock edition. 
I called it stock shock before, didn't I? You, you called it stock yeah. shock. <laughs> it's from living in a rural community, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, Dan, you found another guest for us. I did. I found David Howard Thornton, who is plays Art the Clown from the <laughs> Terrifier movie. And it is on Netflix. Yes. As, yes. As, can you give us a little bit of history on the movie and how it came about? And yeah. Well, um, it's it's originally based on a, an anthology film that came out a few years before Terrifier came out called All Hallows Eve. And there was actually a different actor that played Art for that. And I took over the role for him. Oh, but that they, poor guy must be. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a fetal <laughs> position just, somewhere right he now. He decided he didn't want to be an actor, so he wanted to do other things with oh, his no. life. And so he yeah. just got married yesterday, too. Oh, congratulations. Yay for him. For him so. yeah. But yeah, and it, it fell on me. And they just, um, since I was, yeah, Art was just a. Uh, one of the characters in that film and the fans loved him so much so they were like hey let's make a whole entire film just about art and so that's what Terrifier ended up being and it's our I would say a love letter to the slasher Genre. Mm-hmm. Yes, that we've added so much from different slashers throughout the years. Because it does mm-hmm. also have uh, a bit of an '80s slasher yes. feel to it. Because there's a lot of gore. Oh yes, it's not something that you're going to watch with your little kids in the room. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, except that one dad that was in the other room there. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, I, I had a four-year-old at one of these conventions one time that was a huge fan that had seen this, the film yeah, yeah. probably oh, about ten goodness. times. I'm like. Yeah. And it was a wow. little girl, a little four-year-old girl, and oh, she was geez. so adorable. I'm like, wow. It's scared for life now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she could be a serial killer when she grows yep, up. Exactly, exactly. So you had an acting background before this? I do, yes. Yeah. I, I'm more of a musical theater actor than anything Denver. else. I, yeah, I do a lot of voiceover work as well. So it's, it's just kind mm-hmm. of funny here. I'm like, I do over 200 voices and about 25 different dialects, and I'm now known for playing a silent character. So. <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you, don't, you don't utter a word? No, no it. sounds whatsoever. Really? Was yeah. it hard for you? Or? No, it was kind of, it was a fun challenge. You didn't feel the need to like grunt when you're that, stabbing that was, someone? That or? was the hard part, especially or when I'm getting stabbed, not to make a mm sound or anything right. like that. It was like, this, this mm. is kind of weird, because especially like for video game work, I have to do a lot of those ancillary sounds like that, because all the punches and grunts and... You know, the, the lifting things, all that. Right. It's just, yeah, now I have yeah. none of that. So you're totally silent. <laughs> yeah. And I intentionally did that on set, too, just because yeah. I thought it just added more realism to it. and gave Well, even when you work. were walking around in character earlier, yeah. Yeah. you he came around the corner right. there, and I was like, oh, I, it's, you know, I was going to say, hey, David, and you were like, Mm, yeah, didn't say a word. We knocked knuckles, and that yeah. was about it. And you kept on going. I, I, I like to just stay in character when, especially when I'm around the fans that way. Oh, so yeah. they, they get they the love full it, right? experience. I think that yeah, way. that's very so, cool yeah. that you do that too. Yeah, actually walk around in character. I have scared the hell out of everybody. Just do it real quick, and then I go up and change. Yeah. yeah. Do you uh, do a lot of conventions? I, I've started to. Yes, yeah. I, I'm not complaining. I love doing them. It's just a fun way to travel and meet the fans. Yeah, meet meet the fans. Yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah. the fans are the ones that made the, the movie is it so far success? just north america or have you got yeah so far in north america where uh, i'm going out to germany later on this year so oh, that'll nice. be, so that, that'll be fun i've never been to germany so i'm art the clown has a following in germany i do he? i i i know <laughs> at least about 50 different nations where art has fans wow Same which right. is pretty crazy it is that's yeah, cool though. i hear from people all over especially on instagram or twitter so you say does is it art the clown that has the Instagram account or the uh, I don't run that account. No, no, okay. no. I, I just run my own. I let other people do that because I'm yeah. a guest. That, I think that a would visitor. drive drive me crazy if I was trying to be trying so to me- keep up yeah, with it. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Well, we asked you uh, to drop by, and uh, yes. we're asking. 
people about their different paranormal experiences. Yes. So can you share one with Apparently us? Apparently you have tons of them. I have tons. I like... Is like this from growing up back home in Alabama? Yeah, or? some of that is like uh, like the college I went to is University of Montevallo. is the most haunted area of Alabama. So the, a lot of... That's when I became a believer because a lot of weird stuff would happen down there that was just like, <laughs> oh, wow, you see Road things. Trip. Road trip. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. Can we stay it's with like, you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you're in New York City. Yeah. You stay with your mom. Yeah. But, like, in New York, though, it's like one of the apartments I lived at, um, I believed it was haunted by a little boy. I called him Randy. I never knew what he was really called. And it was, it was a house. It was a Greek couple that owned the house, an older Greek couple. And I never talked to them about this because I, I didn't know if they knew, and I didn't want to freak them out. <laughs> but I remember, like, there was, like, one Thanksgiving. I was out with my friends, and my other roommate was gone doing Thanksgiving stuff. And so no one was home that day. And I get home, and they're like, David, David, I heard someone. Why were you running around upstairs all day, jumping around and running around? I'm like, no one was there. It's like, no, no, you're lying to me. I know someone was upstairs. I'm like, no, I was gone all day, and Eileen was, you know, out of the town, and no one was here. Mm. But um, but I would occasionally see him, yeah. like just you know, quick glimpses of him. That's how I knew he was a little boy. Right. Well, the thing was, I had a different roommate eventually, my friend Noah, and uh He's big atheist, doesn't believe in any of the paranormal stuff. Right. Doesn't. He's like, no, no, that's just, you know, there's science. Science will explain, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. We know those people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and stuff would happen in the apartment. He would even hear things running around and stuff like that. He's like, I'm like, it's, it's Randy. Randy's running around. He's like, no, no. I'm like, what else is doing that, dude? They're like, you're, we're in, like, this room, and you're, you hear someone run right behind us. I'm like, you know there's no one there. But he and I used to have like a, a competition trying to scare each other. Oh. We would. I, <laughs> <laughs> Is he afraid of clowns? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He has a huge fear of zombies, though. Oh. And so it was this one night he went out with his girlfriend, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm going out with my girlfriend too. So, or I'll see you tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I didn't go out with my girlfriend, and I put on all the zombie makeup. And hid in our bathtub because I didn't know when he was getting back. So I had everything set out for comfort in there. I had my pillow, I had my candle, I had food, everything. And he comes back in finally, goes to the bathroom. He's washing his hands, and I pull back the curtain. I just like, yeah, come out from the just freaking out. Just, it's like I'm gonna get you big time. I'm like, okay, sure, dude. All right, all right. So that night I'm in bed. And I just wake up in the middle of the night, and I just felt like something's off. And I look, and standing at the foot of my bed is Randy. And I, I like, all in gray. He's got this, like, he almost kind of looked like Pugsley Adams in a way. Mm-hmm. He just had, like, a striped shirt on. <laughs> right. And he's just kind of standing there with his arms crossed, just kind of glaring at me like, not cool, man. <laughs> not cool. Oh, wow. Probably scared him, too. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I... I because I had been around a lot of paranormal stuff like that before, so it didn't really phase me. Right. But that making eye contact with something that should not be there physically, mm-hmm. that I could actually see through, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> I just like went back under the covers, and I would just like just stayed still, and I was just like, oh my god. And the next day, like my room, I, I just go up to him, I'm like, dude, the competition's off. We're done. We're yeah. done. He's like, what? I'm like, I saw Randy last night. He was in the room. He was, it, it, I was just shaken that whole day. I was just sh- shaken up. And he's like, I actually believe you. 
Mm-hmm. So, because I've never seen you react like this before. It's like, dude. So your roommate became mm-hmm. a believer. Yeah, he started to believe after that. It's like there's there must be <laughs> something going on because this is this is this is not natural for you. <laughs> so I'm like, well, yeah. Do you see Randy still? Or? No, I'm in a different apartment now. Yeah. But like so that, he was basically out of that apartment. Yeah, he, was he never followed you. No, but like mm-hmm. uh, I think someone followed my old roommate that I had at my current apartment for a while. Like she, before she moved in, like her downstairs neighbor committed suicide Mm -hmm. and like a few weeks before she moved in with us and nothing ever happened before she moved in when she moved in weird stuff would happen we like doors would open and close by themselves you get Mm -hmm. hit you know hit cold spots stuff like that Mm -hmm. we see fleeting glimpses of look like a female walking around or something like that and especially like the hallway where her bedroom was like my roommate's cat wouldn't even go in that area and we're like and like one night I, I heard like a mumbling sound coming from that little hallway, like a female voice mumbling to herself. And I got my other room and I'm like, dude, let's do an EVP. Mm-hmm. And so we got this, like, I would ask questions. No, I didn't hear anything. Yeah. You know, but when we go to play it back, every time we would go for the playback, you would hear like almost sound like a voice, but you also get a little <laughs> weird stuff like that would happen. There was like also one night where I woke up and I had like a nightmare and it, I, I felt someone sit on my bed I didn't even bother looking, but then I felt someone like, like, stroking my head like a mother would calm a child mm-hmm. after he gets scared, and I'm like, this is weird. I'm not gonna look, but, <laughs> huh. but that I, I was never afraid of this ghost because I was like, well, you know, obviously this is like something that's actually a kind spirit, and yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, they're not yeah. all bad. Yeah, right? exactly. I've only encountered one where I. Re- thought it was bad and that was in uh, uh, Providence, Rhode Island at this theater we were performing at. It was like this room, I always like to explore theaters. Uh, we all, we know mm-hmm. a lot about haunted theaters. Oh yeah. We theaters usually, re- always, usually always. record in a haunted theater. Oh there's yeah. always stuff and so. this this was, you need to go to this one in Providence then because it's, there's this room right next to the lighting booth and I like stepped one foot in that doorway. All the alarms went off in my body. Like <laughs> my hair just went boom on the back of my neck. Just every yeah. every sense of my body was telling me, "Do not go into this room." Really? So you're Do sensitive not go. to this stuff, too. Yeah. You? But the funny thing was, it wasn't just me. Anybody that went up there, I would I say, "Hey, go in that room." Everybody had that same reaction. They just step. What they're like? I can't go in here. Something feels bad. Hmm. And I asked the people at the theater, like, "Oh yeah, I think there. I think they said there's something like a, a murder suicide that happened in that room." It's like, yeah, it's like no yeah. one so goes in that room. Some bad yeah. Yeah. In there. yeah, some bad yeah. juju. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your stories. Oh, you're us. welcome. And, yeah, it's uh, great. I, I love them. Yeah, it's great <laughs> to meet you too. Anything yes. that uh, you've got coming up, or yeah. we're hopefully going to start filming Terrifier two later on this year too. Ah, very, so. good. very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Can't <laughs> wait to see that. Yeah, I guess what's nice is because. You can you can age as much as you want, but you're you're covered up. So exactly. you can play that character forever. I could be eighty years old and just hobbling around. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifier part thirty-two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Okay, Dan has brought us another guest here. A random just grabbed her out of the crowd kind of thing. We mm-hmm. have Ellen with us. And you are kind of uh, connected to the show in a, in a bit of a way. Yes, I am. Because uh, one of the, the head guys, Jake. I am Jake's is, mother-in-law. Is, is, yes. <laughs> so that's very cool. And apparently you have a, a history 
with spirits in your home. I do, yeah. Two houses. So tell yeah. us about that. Um, my previous house that we lived in, um, we had three. One was a young boy. My daughter um, went, was babysitting next door one night and came home, went up to her room, and there was a young boy standing in her room, and she kind of went, oh, hello. And he just turned and he looked at her and he walked through the closet door and into the closet. Wow. So she went in and she opened the closet and nothing. So the next morning she told me about it and I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. It didn't frighten her or anything. Um, we had an elderly lady, which we figure was one of the previous owners. Um, she used to like to sit on the side of my son's bed and watch him sleep. And he would wake up in the middle of the night and see this elderly lady sitting there. It, that scared him. He would come <laughs> crying downstairs to us. Do you think that might have been like a, a grandmother or? They were an older couple and they original had the original owners of the house like way back. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the houses are over 100 years old where we live. So, wow. yeah. And he also used to play practical jokes. The spirit did? Yes. He, the, there was a male. Okay. The, the, the husband as well. And he used to like to, uh, well, the first day we moved mm -hmm. in, within the first week we moved in, um, things would go missing. Like the spaghetti lifter. It's like, I know I unpacked it. It's where is it, right. right? And then two days later, it would show back up. And it's like, mm -hmm. um, used to like to, um, same thing, hide things. Um, sure. I know one time I had, <laughs> I had a pair of earrings sitting on my dresser and was going to wear them that day to work. And I went to go get them and there's only one there and I'm looking everywhere for it. And I'm like, oh, come on. So I said, just to the air, come on, you know. I gotta go to work. I want my earring back. <laughs> and I left it at that, put a different pair on, went to work, and um, I worked in a kind of like a factory at a recycling plant. So we're having our lunch, and I happened to put my hand in my pocket, and there was my earring. <laughs> you don't think maybe like, you just kind of put it in there and subconsciously? No, and, no, no, I don't put, I don't put, put earrings in, in pockets. Yeah, you never know, maybe no. you had to reach or something. And no, <clears> no. And then yeah. he took. Um, a pair of pants and hid them at one point and we still never did find them they never did show back a pair of pants i don't know yeah like yeah it was random they were like on the end of the bed or something and then they were just missing disappeared. just disappeared did you check your pockets no. <laughs> i should have checked the pockets yeah never thought of that one yeah they weren't my pants but they were my boyfriend at the time's pants so yeah but you would see shadows because um, the back bedroom was, and you would you'd be sitting in the living room and you'd see like a shadow going from the back bedroom into the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And apparently the elderly gentleman had an issue with um, having to use the washroom all the time. So you would see him. Well, so that was going, like a, a residual haunting. That right? was probably was that a, one. It was a pattern that he'd laid out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But the mm -hmm. other stuff was always. Intelligent um, stuff. Intelligent stuff. And they were messing with you. Yeah. And then the house mm -hmm. we have now, um, a former owner, she passed away. I don't know that she passed away in the house, but she was sick and she, she had to stay in the house a long time. And I'm pretty sure it was her. And they didn't have children. And when I had the grandchildren over when they were babies, they would sleep in a playpen in my room. And always, 3 o'clock in the morning, they would wake up crying. Mm -hmm. And I would just get this sense that, you know, she's just there watching the babies and looking at the babies because she just loved them. And <laughs> so finally I had to ask her to stop waking them up. No, so no that I could get a, a good night's sleep. But other than that, yeah, she just kind of shows up every once in a while. Yeah. Hasn't been around for a while, but... Hmm. You seem very open to these. I so, I yeah. watch all the paranormal shows Is on, right? on TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't bother you too much then? Yeah. No, you, no. You've accepted it and oh, yeah. it is yeah. what it is. All right, Ellen, thank yeah. you for joining us on thank Phantom you. Faction Podcast. Thank you. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. 
to reach out to Phantom Faction. See our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Phantom Faction Podcast, the shock stock version. That's right, the, the shock stock edition. And of course, we've been bringing in people to tell their ghost stories. And uh, we have two guys right here that tell great stories. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> they are the monsters of schlock, and uh, we're we're happy to have you on the program. Thanks Hello. for having us. Hello, everybody. Yeah, hi. That's right. I, I love your, your show, by the way. First oh, of all, just you. tell Let's us do. what the monsters of schlock is. Uh, we are a traveling freak show, so we go all around the world for the past 15 years or so, oh, but maybe closer to 20 at this point. Getting there. Um, doing classic carnival stunts. For us, it's all very comedic, so it's very vaudeville, maybe a little bit more than it being like a spooky, gothy kind of thing. Um, but that's what we do: run around, act like idiots, and, uh, and get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Except at shock stock. And <laughs> obviously, you love science. You teach science. I do. Yep, I, uh, I uh, teach physics at the University of Guelph, and we also have a, a science show for kids called Orbax Pepper Do Science. So you can have a bunch of freaky weirdos teach your kids cool stuff and, and yeah, actually and, engage and, them and actually talk to them about And my science. son has uh, seen your show at, at his school and uh, he raved about you guys and it was pretty cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Good. So, very good. Okay. And apparently you guys share a ghost story. Yes. <laughs> Is there physics involved? Or They're just, always or just supernatural? Involved. What's the best? The Cami one's probably the best one. Yeah, we were at uh, so this was back probably I guess eight nine years ago when we were um, touring Canada pretty regularly. So we were at uh, a venue called the Camby in Nanaimo, uh, over on Vancouver Island, and this was a very old. Uh, I guess some of the history of this place is that um, it was one of the places along the route where uh, there's a large Asian population immigrating into Canada at the time, um, sometimes not legally. Uh, so apparently what this place was, was it was originally a uh, male-female split bar, right? You could have a gentleman there or women with chaperones on the other, on the other side. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the, uh, uh, they were basically, in the end, they were using it to run uh, Chinese people were coming over. Um, they were coming over sometimes in containers, physical barrels, Whoa. and they would sneak them in to the country by shipping them in over in liquor barrels and beer barrels, and then they'd roll show into the up, basement and roll then into the basement, and they'd come out go. the other side yeah. and keep on moving along Sheesh. the way. So suffice to say, there's a pretty uh, horrific history associated with this because a lot of people didn't make it through that process. No kidding. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we checked into the venue, and... We're the kind of guys, as soon as we get into a room, even if it's a five-star or a one-star, we check the beds every time. Sure. Like, you roll back the sheets, make sure. And I rolled back the sheet, and I had a panic attack because there was like a big weird stain on the corner of the bed and a hole. It looked like someone may have been stabbed in that bed. Oh, my God. So I went down and said, I can't sleep in this room. I'm very sorry. And they're like, well, it's the only room, and we'll wait till the, the owner shows up. So the owner shows up, and we go back to the room, and he's like, yeah, it does look like somebody got stabbed in that room. We have one more room. <laughs> so he, Just a matter of fact, yeah, he's yeah. like, it's yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a common occurrence. He's like, I have one more room, but he's like, but it's a bit of a history of this room. We're like, I just need a clean bed. He's like, the beds are clean. We're like, okay. So it's a very tiny room. It opens the door. It hits the big bunk beds. It's bunk beds. Uh, there's, what, about two feet around the bunk beds. Mm -hmm. There's a radiator on the wall, and... Oddly enough, in the one corner, there's a window 
but it doesn't look outside. It just looks into a crawl space, mm. which is the creepiest <laughs> thing you can it, ever it, imagine. It's, it's weird. I don't know if it was supposed to originally have been like for ventilation what for this, something or what. But Adam's it's family B and B. We've seen some of uh, Canada's less desirable places. Yes, uh, suffice to say. So I need to say that was a weird, uh, odd vibe in the yeah, beginning. With kidding. and he's like, and that stain on the floor there. He's like, a man died there before. And it's the blood stains and it's in the hardwood. And it's like, oh, I don't care. Like he's like, this room's haunted. We're like, we don't care as long as the beds are clean. Like I can I can sleep there almost anything. It's all yeah, good. I can come to terms with things that I see, but I'm not gonna come to terms with rolling around with somebody's stab wound on their, uh, yeah, on their we have a yeah. We draw a line at some point. We put our stuff in the room, we go down, we do the show and it was a great show, for the record. Yeah, it was fantastic. We, that was uh, we we we'd built up a little bit of a, a following on Vancouver Island there, and so we were having these great shows. And it was always a fun time at this place. The the well, venue would take incredible. care of us. The staff was amazing. So, you know, afterwards the show, we have a couple drinks. Go back to the room, and I'm on the bottom bunk, and between the weird window wall and the radiator is the bunk bed steps. But there's literally no room to get around this room at all. Right. And I immediately pass right out. He's on the top bunk and I'm like, good night, Orbex. Good night, Pepper. Out like a light. And it was very dark in this room. And at one point, I roll over. Oh, no, you... you yeah, yeah, so so I, I, I rolled over at one point, and I'm in the top bunk. And I look over, and there's kind of like, um, you know, like those kind of uh, purple, sparkly kind of energy kind of shape kind of things that kind of say kind of a little bit more jeez kind of kind of kind of kind of uh, <laughs> sort of, basically a sort of a silhouette of a, of a person um that was i i would approximate it at being like halfway up the stairs so it's just kind of like looking over top of my bed so i wake up and roll over and i great there's the ghost as they told us about before fantastic and uh i made a point i thought initially that it was him uh, maybe being a creep or whatever, just right. watching him but, sleep, you know, watching him sleep like Trying he always sleep, does, right? right? But uh, but I, I made a point to kind of rolling over and looking, and it was it, it, the the shape looked like it was on the the steps, but it was back like like a foot and a half or well, whatever, floating so, in the like, air. Yeah, basically, yeah, between the two. And so I, I so of course, like, oh great, there's a ghost. So I turn over, go back to sleep. No, he's I, I, Pepper. Yeah. Pepper, I think someone's in the room. <laughs> so I roll over and I see. It, like somebody, it looks like somebody's on the ladder because their feet are kind of my head level. But again, it's between the ladder and the wall. And I'm like, it's probably a dead guy. And I just roll right back, <laughs> right out, right? Yeah. Just right so out. So on, right? Yeah. Oh, I was tired. Another yeah. ghost. Yeah. So morning, it's like we're loading out. And uh, it's like, it's kind of, you know, we hadn't talked about it at all. And it's like, did you uh, remember last night when you said, hey? So I'm like, is a dead guy standing there watching you sleep? So yeah, I'm like, because I could see somebody's feet. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. Like and then we both at the same time were like, but it was between the wall and the yeah, and like the odds of that, it's, it's, that's well, very strange. So, yeah, yeah, I so think it's a really unique sort of shared experience uh, where you know we saw the same apparition or the same shape even, but it also was in the same like strange location, right? Because mm-hmm. it was halfway through. It's the two cool. Of it. Both yeah. verified. Yeah. Right? yeah. So. So, do you think the advice is don't stay at the Canby? <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. If you do, ask for the bloody yeah. man room. Can I get the dead man room, please? Now, do you think maybe that the guy had hung himself and that's why he was hanging in the air? I don't know. Um, uh, was there enough room that he could? He just wants to have a little fun. But looking at you two guys, he'd be like, "All oh, these guys are <laughs> going to be a lot of fun." Yeah. And you know, like, like uh, I never thought of that though. 
the, and, and the story could be somewhat clouded with the fact that, you know, every time we go there, they're telling us about the gruesome history of this place and sure. whatnot. And, uh, but that's why I thought, you know, again, this old shared thing that we saw is kind of a neat twist to that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even if you were like, oh, you know, I was asleep and yeah. I was thinking about ghosts before I went to bed, so I woke up and, it, you know, saw your, your, your spectral and scene, if my imagination is that bad, I just see a guy's feet. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If, if I'm going to see a ghost, you know, the face is going to be right there on my yeah. part of the bed, yeah. but it wasn't. It was on his, and I just had the feet. So now, and I had not heard of anybody hanging themselves there. The, the previous deaths that we had heard about of this place were either people dying when they were being transported over and then basically opening a barrel and pulling a bunch mm-hmm. of dead people out. Or, or, yeah, or uh, the yeah. well, the there bed. was a guy whose uh, head was stamped in upstairs back when it was. Oh. I guess I don't know if it was it was a a, a, a waylay house or a brothel or or what it was, but they have rooms and there's been rooms there forever. So there's a the, there's one section of the floor where it was all stamped in, and apparently some guy just got his his head stove in, I guess, as it were. Wow. Um, but we didn't harsh. hear about any hangings, but I mean, a place with that with enough history, I mean, it, it is a super old place, right? Sure. You're looking at a, a venue that's been there for probably, a, well, Canada's 150 years, likely. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. You know we have uh, Best Westerns and Motel 6. <laughs> yeah, we're making right? sideshow money, dude. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> For now on, the we stop when a venue says, oh, we got a, we got rooms right here at the bar. We're like, you guys pass. have a tent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Then you might have a Bigfoot story. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Right? But, yeah, wish. but yeah, it's interesting. It's a, it's a, an odd story. But we're obsessed, though. Everywhere we go in the world, Rosie, is there anything haunted? And we do all oh. the ghost tours and everything else. Well, and we try go. to, right. we absolutely love so it. So you're opening yourself up to them anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you so, think there's a scientific explanation for this, Mr. Physics? Yeah, I was drunk. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> I, was drunk. <laughs> I was drunk and there was a ghost in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, the, the thought of vengeful spirits to me is very satisfying. I love mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, someone gets you so angry at that point, you're like, forever now? Mm-hmm. I'm coming for you. Yeah. But I think there's just an energy that's, because I'm not, I'm not religious or r- yeah. really spiritual at all, but I love the, the, the paranormal ghosts. And it's just, I think it's like the traumatic energy because sure. mm-hmm. there's there is something in us oh, that has to go somewhere. Something. Yeah, we're and, all made of energy. Right? Yeah, everything is made of energy. And so. I, you know, if it's peaceful, I could, I could decays almost with you. But if there's something so horrific and shocking that it's you know, mm-hmm. I, hi Jake, it's um, <laughs> it has to stay. I think, and it has to because it's got nowhere to go, and it's just like yeah. a violent, right? Like the Big Bang, but very cool out of my yeah. face. Well, I'm glad I. I uh, stopped you guys and yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like, I don't know what uh, you know what really to, to, to take away from it other than you know mm-hmm. as a from an experimental basis. There's a lot of verifications. You know, we saw the same thing, same yeah. weird shape, same weird location, same color, everything. Yeah. And we're not the guys that just jumped in like, oh, that was a ghost. It's like no, somebody just closed that door. Like we're yeah, right. We don't jump to all those conclusions all the time. And that was like, wow, that was a. I think that was a ghost. Because, yeah, I mean, usually that type of thing, too, you chalk up to the whole sleep paralysis kind of idea or seeing something when you're just right. in that sort of midsection or nether region in between awake and, and dreaming. But to share it is odd. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever find yourself at that hotel again or that place? Yeah, I think we went back. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, if we end up going back again, yeah. maybe put a recorder in the room and see if we anything up. Yeah. Right. I don't think I could play. Oh, you mean like a, a digital? Not, like, not a German recorder. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He ended up playing okay. the pan flute. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that makes way more sense. The next time we were there, though, some guy tried to kick on our door in the middle of the night. Yeah, it was lovely. Another lovely experience. Holy cow! <sighs> yeah, it was yeah. a weird one. Road trip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you got coming up uh, for your act? Um, what's next? Uh, we're going to Ireland. 
Oh, yes, yes. yes. July, we'll be spending two weeks in Ireland doing the Laia City Spectacular, or Laia City Spectacular. Yeah, our first time taking the uh, science show over to uh, overseas, so yeah. it should be so fun. We'll see how that goes. Very cool. Yeah. Right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no Thank problem. you very much. Yeah. Very much. Thanks, Thanks for pleasure. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.